0: Welcome back to another episode of Football at the Bar with your host, T.A. and G. Money, bringing you all the highlights, talking mess, and all the bullshit you shouldn't have missed.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Football at the Bar. We're your host. My name is T.A. And this is G. Money. And we're about to talk some football. So, G. Yo. This is our second episode. The first one was phenomenal. I'm fired up being here with you, talking this game, having a drink. And having
0: some fun doing it. Yeah. So how was the week? I mean, it was a mixed bag. I mean, I, strangely enough, this week was a little bit um, pedestrian in terms of the overall output of the exactly. games. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple of things that I think we can extract from it that were are interesting. Extract without a doubt. I just want to talk about where we're
1: at in the in the in the season. You know, yeah. the season goes by so quickly, and it's really I want to extract using your big word, your your SAT word. I want to extract out where we're at right now. So, with that being said, hey, what you drinking on today?
0: Uh, well, you know, I got to stay on my cut. Co- Actually, today is some doers, some doers. Okay, yeah, you're getting a little yeah. booze, you a little bit. Uh, Which you mean, a little? I stay. <laughs> I'm I'm a hundred percent booze over okay. here, but I love it, man. You know, this old man drink has something to it. It just gives me a little. You know,
1: boost. Drink. I'm yeah. drinking my, BSOP, my See, now look at right you. Here. Okay,
0: Booze to booze. Then. Booze to booze. There hey, it is. Yeah, let's talk some football. Mm. And the
1: first question I got for you is, as we are almost a quarter way through the season,
0: what are your top five teams? How do you rank them? Okay, so that's a good question. I mean, you know, we all watch all of the typical sports news Um I'm going to start from my number one, actually. And my number one. Actually, and I hate to say this because I detest this team with a passion, but my number one is the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. because reigning and defending. Um, they're not necessarily clicking on all cylinders, but they just have a cadence in the way that they march down the field that, you know, it's like they're going to win. So. It's hard to fight against Kelsey and Mahomes and them boys. It's like, damn them. The Raider fan in me is like, I get enraged, but that's number one for sure. Then I would say number two for me would be the 49ers. Um, I think that all phases of the game, they really are just hitting on all cylinders, and their defense is not even, let's say, in full rhythm yet. Their offense is, but they don't really have a weakness, then I would have to say arguably the next undeniable person or team would be Philly. So Philly, for the similar reasons to what I would say with the 49ers, then, you know, I'm going to have to say, mm, I probably would have to say number three would be. Number four. or or I'm sorry, number four. Number four would be uh, Buffalo. And and number five, in my estimation, would be Miami. I don't think that Miami can go from, you know, 70 points to losing to they're just whack. So uh, granted, there are a lot of teams that could be, you know, shuffled in there, but I still feel like Miami Is them dudes, they just, they kind of got a little sloppy in that game that we saw.
1: Well, well, that's pretty much the consensus nationwide, throughout all the media, those five teams. I have to disagree with you. I can't put Kansas City number one when we have two, two teams that are 4-0. and Ab, you know, and put Kansas City above them. I think that's going a little bit too far, and I understand Mahomes I mean, okay. as you know was the greatest football player to ever touch a, bat, a football. Yeah, not
0: going to bend my arm on that one. I mean, you know, I I didn't want to say that with any joy, but it, okay. So so I,
1: here's my top five. I like San Francisco being number one. Number two, I like. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs and with Mahomes because again, exactly what you're saying this is a team that's built to win this is a team that knows how to win Mm -hmm. so I truly appreciate that about them. The Eagles and when Jalen Hurts is doing the same exact thing they are building up to the ability to win games no matter what. Now, they haven't looked great over the past four weeks, but they mm-hmm. for damn sure haven't looked bad. You're not 4-0, and 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 you don't know what you're doing. You're not playing well. Agreed. But my biggest challenge with the national rankings, I mean, I was just looking at the Fox um uh, rankings of, of the teams, and they put the Bills number two behind San Francisco. <laughs> and this kind of blows my mind. Mm. Now, the Bills lost to the New York Jets without their quarterback. And who replaced him was one of the worst quarterbacks we've ever seen in the NFL history. And they lost to that team. Mm -hmm. The only team that Kansas City lost to was to the Detroit Lions, who is consensually 10th, 11th, 12th best team in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And they lost to them on their very first game of the season without two of their three best players. So the thought process to put the Bills, Above the Chiefs is just literally tomfoolery to me. And what it is, is uh, a lot of people in the, in the, in the media want to create some type of Messiah. You know, we saw that last year with Joe Burrow. Mm. When Joe Burrow happened to luckily Jersey. beat, uh, uh, Mahomes with some fluke calls towards the end of the game and Mahomes playing one of his worst games in the playoffs. So they went to the Super Bowl and now Joe Burrow's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And now he's rivaling, if not better than Mahomes smoking crack cocaine. Then you have at the beginning of this season, uh, what's our guy that plays for the, um Jaguars? Oh, you talking about Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence. Oh, Trevor Lawrence is a great Trevor hey. Lawrence. We, we all see he has a long way to go. And, and they were trying to put him in that upper echelon, and it seems like now, once again, just like they did two years ago, my man has one good game. What's the, what's the uh, quarterback for the uh, Bills?
0: Oh, you talking about Josh Allen? Josh so, Allen. So, I mean, look, the 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 Bills are to me it, to give a, an analogy to the Clippers, right? They are the Clippers of the NFL. They mm-hmm. are always sexy. They always got all of the, the mm-hmm. players. And on paper, they are supposed to be run rock shot over the league. Mm-hmm. However, when the rubber meets the road and the playoffs come, they booty hole gets that tight. The booty hole gets, and, 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 and booty and, hole gets and, tight. And they, they do like the Clippers turn into Cloppers and, and the Bills <laughs> turn into the Cloppers. So there it is. And so I never really get too high or too low on them. But I, I mean, it's hard to deny that. Um, yes, Josh Allen performed well against a let's say a pedestrian defense. The whole reason why where everybody was threatened to see that they were going to lose that game is because they knew that the Miami offense was so potent that it was going to essentially just outlast them. I mean, I think they even beat them twice last year just off of the fact that Cheetah and Waddle were ridiculous now. The what we saw was is that their defense is just real and they kind of were ready for that game, and he performed. But he performed against an average defense at best. You know, Ramsey is not even back for But Vangio's
1: there. And so Vangio was supposed to be that missing link in terms of their defense, but but I don't think it was just that. I think when you beat and you stop somebody by by 50 points Mm -hmm. and you score 70 points, you have an air of we are the shit. Mm-hmm. And I think they spent the entire week preparing for this game as we are the shit. We just almost broke a, a, right. a, a record and that we're going to be able to go do that to anybody. And I just think that was unfortunately uh with the coach, the coach didn't sit over here and head that off yeah. and say, hey. Just because we beat a shitty team by 50 points doesn't make us winning the Super Bowl. That was not the Super Bowl. He should have addressed it early, and he did. I have a whole lot of respect for for their coach. Um, He's done a lot of great things, a young talent that's coming up great mind brilliant mind but what he did not do was sit over here and snatch him up very quickly and say hey we haven't won anything we just beat a bad team yeah very badly and so they went into that game overestimating themselves and underestimating their opponent and what happens is is right after you finish beating a bad team you get shellacked by a good team yeah but i do believe that Miami has something. So it's going to be interesting at the end of yeah, the year. they need to do some growing up. What, yeah. What's real nice is, or not nice, but what's real going to be great is this first game was in Buffalo during the spring or during the fall time. It's unfortunately not reversed where they went to Miami first yeah, and then yeah, had yeah. to go down to Buffalo. So that's going to make it tough for Buffalo to beat them later on in the year. Um, but I still think that we are all sleeping on Jalen Hurts. Again, Jalen Hurts isn't playing phenomenal. He's not on that MVP level, but he's doing what needs to be done to win, and that team is built the right
0: way. I mean, okay. So I don't disagree with the whole Jalen Hurts aspect. I think that, um, you know what? I'll even pose it to you in this way because Jalen Hurts, to me, falls into a topic as it relates to quarterbacks. So there has been just looking at the canvas of the week, right? There has been this overarching understanding that everybody knows is that, you know, you need to have a great quarterback in order to be successful. And the great quarterbacks that we know of are doing what they are supposed to do. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when you start to see those kind of like middle of the road or what you may consider to be middle of the road teams that should push through to the next level, that there are other aspects of their team that are weak. So outside of the quarterbacks, Like what aspect of an offense and or a given defense or a team rather that you feel is like most mission critical to success? I think when you look at all great teams in the history of the NFL,
1: um, all of them usually have a good quarterback. But we're not talking about quarterback because there's one great quarterback and you don't have this component, which is imperative to success, which are the trenches. The offensive line has to be good. Mm. Hey, the man. defensive Say it again. line has to be good. Yeah. And so the one beautiful thing about Philly, why I believe that they should be ranked higher than the Bills is because they have an absolutely stalworth top notch, top in the NFL offensive line. And hey, what's that rookie that they just got that fell down the draft? What's his name?
0: Oh, you're talking about uh shoot. You talking about the defensive tackle that the Raiders should have got? The defensive tackle that yeah, the Raiders should have got, but they <laughs> I, got a dude I,
1: with a broke leg. Yeah, yeah, The dude yeah. from Georgia, they yeah. got in trouble for, for racing, yeah, yeah. and, I the, and can't the kid think of the got name, killed.
0: But we, we know what we're talking yeah. about. yeah. So-
1: So this dude sits over here is number one in his position in the whole NFL. Okay. And so he's solidified that defensive line, even though they've lost some players in free agency. And so you've kept those two components extremely strong, which enables them to not be performing at their very highest levels and still win games. See, the reality is, is great teams Mm -hmm. are going to win, right? Yeah. But great teams also build and crescendo to the end of the season where they're playing at their very best. That's how you get to a Super Bowl. It doesn't matter what you do in the first quarter of the season. It matters what you're doing and where your team is at at the last quarter of the season as you're transitioning into the playoffs mm-hmm. and getting ready for that Super Bowl run. That's why I really love how Philadelphia is doing right now. They've revamped some um auxiliary and some ancillary uh Positions like the running back position. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Swift is balling. Swift is playing extremely well, real. Uh, And and everything will begin to click and click more efficiently and smoothly with the other aspects of it. But they're still winning, and as long as they continue to win, this has been the 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 Mahomes recipe and the Chiefs recipe for the past several years is that they stay in the game, they stay winning, and then they catch fire at the right time. That's why they've been. Five or four or five uh championships all at once.
0: Yeah, you know, when I hear you even talking about the line play, because I think that that's a very valid point, it's like I almost think back to that uh, song that we used to hear back in the day from the Fat Boys. It was like, The Fat Boys are back. And you know, that will never, never be whack.
1: Well, For you youngins,
0: you don't, know nothing, about you don't that. know nothing about that. I would
1: encourage you to go Google. Who the fat boys Go look it up. You know. Great, great,
0: great, great. Well, guess what? You know what? I've seen some fat boys that is whack as hell up in the air, okay? Uh I hate to call out names, but you know, I'm gonna say one on a Raiders defensive line. Dylan Parham, get it together, brother. Okay, because <laughs> I'm so sick of seeing these offensive lines that are just literally dog me to where it's like, okay. Guys are literally having a defensive lineman are having olay sessions. They are. Li- there's not even, oh, OK, three step, drop three seconds and boom, I can let the ball away. And then you can judge the quarterback off of the fact that he can't make a read. It's like ready, set, hike. Oh, I got a free shot. I mean, we've seen that through the course of every offensive line uh, or for every, what's we'll a say, proverbial bad team. So uh, bad teams. Uh We can look at the Bengals. We can look at my Raiders. I mean... We can look at the Giants. We, can we look can at, at the, giants. What We just
1: saw yesterday the Giants sitting here and... Mm, you made me drink on that right. one. Right, yeah, like, you had to drink oh, on that bless. one. When, when the Giants sit over here and are completely uh, debilitated on their line, on their front line, and their defensive line not playing like they did last year. They completely got just absolutely drugged because you have to have that fortified. Mm-hmm. to Sit over and succeed in the league. If you don't, then the people that do – so if you don't have a strong offensive line and you're playing against a team that has a strong defensive line, yeah. you're going to get ran through. Yes. If you don't have a if, – if your uh, defensive line – who's weak, is playing against a strong offensive line, you're not going to be able to get to the quarterback and you're not going to have any success. And so that's what you saw exactly on Monday Night Football Yes, when, when the Giants were playing and they got destroyed.
0: Yes, they did get destroyed. And I, and we're going to touch a little bit more on Monday night. But, you know, what the the, the games that I, I will talk about my Raiders a little bit more, but the first one that I realize really, I guess, comes to mind is the Steelers. I, I'm seeing that the Steelers' offensive line – is trash right now. Mm-hmm. And so even if you want to like blame the offensive coordinator, it's like their offensive line, the 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 Bengals offensive line, the Raiders offensive line, it's like you know, you can have and spend all this money for skill position guys, running backs, receivers, tight ends, what have you. But if you can't literally have your quarterback Uh, have a three to four second window to just think and watch, then you have failed before you even started. You might as well just say, okay, we ain't going to play. Just go ahead and just let's just trade jerseys and and take this L and, you know, just mark me down for L because that's what it looks like. They they, they just dog me out there. And I know that defensive lines have a lot of parts of play in that. But I think that I've come to realize is that with the winning teams, the San Francisco's the Eagles the even dare I say the Cowboys which you know they kind of fall into that clipper zone to me Mm -hmm. but all of them they have superior line play that makes everything go they called them the big uglies back in the day Mm -hmm. but here's where the twist is
1: it's funny that you mentioned the Cowboys the Cowboys have always had a tremendous offensive line but the reality is is you still need that quarterback right so so when you talk about quarterbacks Let's talk very quickly about the, the, the three main rookies that have come out. You know, in the first four games, what are your thoughts on the three main rookies that have come out?
0: Okay. So I guess I will start with the one that has impressed me the most has been, uh, CJ Stroud. That kid is been playing lights out. And I think that it was a perfect scenario. I, I really was impressed with their draft and the fact that they, you know, got even the linebacker on the other side, but they, they selected him first. And it, it just everything about their team uh, just speaks to success. You know, they have uh, I think it's this kid's name. Nico Collins is at the wide receiver position. They've got Pierce. They've got us a, a good to I would say almost. I'll say serviceable to good offensive line, but when they're healthy, when they when they're healthy, but but and their defense is solid, and you know he's just reading and reacting, and he's throwing the ball well. So he's playing out of his mind.
1: But, but ben, real quick, let me let me just cut in real quick cuz this is when you you see the effects of a very good quarterback okay. coming into a team and making a difference. Mm-hmm. Because this has been the laughingstock of the NFL the previous what? 2 or 3 years. Oh, for Eons. Uh, not, not necessarily for Eons, well, but but for the last 2 2 or 3 years when they didn't when they had Mills as a quarterback who was who was average at best. I don't probably wouldn't even say he's average. Yeah, but huh. he he
0: might have he might might sneak a good game
1: in it, there. They, they but okay. have somebody that can elevate the people. That and coaching. This is another thing that we that we forget to talk about is the coaching. They have a brand new coach. Yeah,
0: we touched on that last it, week. What, what's, yeah, the, what's the coach's is- name? Um. Oh man. He just came from yeah, San Francisco. The, the, yeah, Jamigo uh, Ryan. Jamigo Ryans, Ryan's. And yeah, Ryan's he was a, played for them. Yeah, and he was a Pro Bowl player. For he them.
1: was a Pro Bowl
0: player, so but he, he was a he phenomenal coach
1: do. for San Francisco as yeah. well. So he comes there, and what he's done is he's inspired that team to play above their level. Yes. And then when they have a leader on the field, when they have a quarterback that can stand in there, And not make turnovers like a Daniel Jones or even like a Josh Allen when he was goofy when he first came into the league. Matter of fact, he was playing the Texans, if you remember that playoff game, and this Jack tried to do a lateral in the middle of the game and and threw the game away. Yeah, it
0: cannot be understated. So So, he he doesn't turn the ball. When you talk about Stroud being so
1: phenomenal, you know, Stroud has thrown for the second most yards. In NFL history, in the first four games, Cam Newton being number one, him him being number two. Oh yeah, this is star is born. And um, the Colts, the Colts. Uh, who's the old Colts quarterback who uh, retired Are you there? early? Peyton Manning. No, uh, who oh, retired oh early. um I know. Now yeah. see, now it, this is where you challenge the him, a Scotch. But, right, but Yeah, the
0: one who got beat up because his offensive line. Because he getting beater,
1: yeah. was getting beat up. Because speaking of offensive lines, yeah. right? Yeah. So Stroud is sat up there, but this is what 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 really um, aggravates me inside. There's this test, this cognitive test that they take before they enter into the draft process called an S2. Mm. And this test is supposed to determine who is smart enough to read defenses and all of this shit. And he scored the lowest out of all three. Mm. And they said, oh, he might not be smart enough. Mm. You know, it's funny how we always hear who's not smart enough. He might not be smart enough to be an NFL quarterback.
0: Mm. And, and our man, who was well, the number one pick? We definitely know he's smart. Who was our
1: number one pick? Who's the number one pick this year? Uh Gosh. Was it Young? Yes, Bryce Young. Bryce, Bryce young. young. He scored 90 on the S2, so yeah. he should be. Now, at the end of the day, this is a physical game. It's a mental game, but even more than that, it's a physical game. You have giant human beings that are more athletic, yes. stronger, faster and bigger than the average human being so it doesn't matter how great your mind is how big your mind is how well you can do at these um these tests what it matters is is who's physically strong enough yeah who but has it's the I,
0: understanding of the game I, I don't disagree with that but I would also couple that with saying that it is it, it is an intellectual uh, capacity and a physical capacity see because going back to your original question where you asked me about the three quarterbacks The ones that are really doing the most successful is is Richardson in Indianapolis and and and
1: physical who's a physical specimen,
0: specimen, Mm -hmm. right? Uh he he's basically uh he's Lamar Jackson esque, because mm-hmm. he Lamar he gets, Jackson on steroids. Mm-hmm. He's bigger, stronger, and
1: fat, or yeah. as fast, and he's as Lamar got a Jackson. gun arm.
0: Yes, and 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 that it, it's almost like in that Michael Vick kind of vein, because mm-hmm. he may not necessarily be able to read as many defenses, but his superior athletic talent kind of supersedes everything. But else. And that
1: has nothing to do with intellect. He's played eight college games. Yeah. This man is doing what he's doing in the NFL. Eight college well, games.
0: then that just means that his talent supersedes uh, all of the other intangibles so when you're inferior. You?
1: It's not even about how big you are. and It really has to do with talent.
0: Yes. And how I would say, but you. the reason why uh, Young was touted so much is because it was or, or the emphasis in the draft reel, aside from the fact that he played for Alabama and he was, you know, he played in the most competitive college uh, division. The conference excuse me but bottom line is is that it was his ability to read defenses react and be able to deliver the ball on time and he could do that and escape so people overlooked the fact that he was little but guess what when you got a uh, 300 pound behemoths that are running four six you know hey, bro, you need to do that like about three clicks faster or you need to be big and strong enough to get the hell out of the way to give yourself that extra three seconds. And what he doesn't have is that this is where when in the draft reels, you know, of of all you scouts out there, you may need to start thinking about we don't need to get the Doug Fluey type dude. We may need to just say, okay, let me get the guy who's talented, who might be at least six, one to six, three. And, and north of that or he can run his ass off because that is what is going to be successful especially when you're going to a bad team because if you're drafted high chances are it's a bad team no so, not chances are it is yeah, a bad team so, 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 so when all.
1: you look at it he didn't have the physical attributes to be great and at the end he and might done. be good no, but no he I, I think we're past if he's going to be good I think okay. what we're looking at is somebody who can hopefully become serviceable, and and, and I like really
0: respect and by the, by the he, player as a man, young.
1: yeah, yeah. I, I respect him as 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 a man. I respect yeah, and him he as made a it person. To that level. He's Absolutely. a phenomenal individual. Absolutely. But what happens is is that Alabama game is a little bit deceptive, mm. kind of just like how it was from uh, Mayfield. Mayfield came out of Oklahoma a conference that's known for not playing any defense, and he looked like he was a world beater. And then he gets in the NFL with real individuals, with real motherfuckers, and he's He's, average, what? he's slightly above average. I wouldn't even say slightly Baker above average. Baker Mayfield average.
0: had a, a... Baker Mayfield was able to, A, re-defense as well, and he had a better than serviceable On i think he that's cap. A gun i think
1: that's cap no, because he, he doesn't read was... defensive worlds because you, you don't forget no. how to
0: read when you come to the nfl no no but see but going back to what you said about physical attributes so when you go to the nfl the problem is is that baker is little baker mm-hmm. is you know he like might be, they might list him as 6'1 but he's probably like 5'11 soaking mm-hmm. wet you know what so i mean wet. like he's platforms Right, so mm-hmm. he's that, and he's able to read defenses. But if you are not putting him in the most advantageous scenario, he does not, and and you have to have super duper great skill positions around him, mm-hmm. which is why you see Baker kind of let's like, say doing well now because he has, he has a, a great team he has around great him. Team. He has a team. He has a, that has that a guy from the
1: Super Bowl. He has yes. Evans
0: who's six four, mm-hmm. and he can just lob it up to mm-hmm. him. See, before he was playing with. Uh, Odell Beckham, Ju- yeah. Uh, Odell, yeah, Odell Beckham, uh, yeah, who was a show himself, yeah, but but ODB is little too, right? So it's like, if, mm-hmm. if I don't have a, uh, let's say, two or three large targets that I can go to, and then you're asking me to essentially be Drew Brees out here, but guess what? Drew Brees had Thomas, Drew Brees had you know all these up these big dudes. He he didn't have that when he was with, with Cleveland, and so he got exposed in what. What we've just said about offensive lines and defensive lines is that if they, if you don't have that three seconds and you got to try to manufacture another three seconds, your your booty hole gets tight and then you start to throw the ball where it shouldn't go, and you are too little now, and you can't. Now, real do quick, it.
1: before we move past Shroud, I just want to give him his flowers. Stroud has thrown Deserve more him. passing yards than anybody in their first four years, if I'm not mistaken, or second. I mean, he's, he's done an
0: absolute tremendous job. A, a star is born. You can a tell. A star it, is right?
1: born without a doubt. And without guess doubt. what? He's hungry. He works hard. He's ready to go. That S2 test was all bullshit. For those of you that don't know, the S2 was yeah, all bullshit. Look Sit over here and trust your eyes and mm-hmm. what your eyes are telling you. But what we can't do and sit over and forget about Richardson.
0: No, because Richardson is, he is what I was just describing. Richardson is the Michael Vick, uh Lamar Jackson and Elk. Cam Newton all, and if Cam they all made a all baby old, they had a menage that, made yeah, a baby yeah. that's uh that's, that's that Richardson, dude yes that's that dude and, and, and so what's so imagine exciting, if he had a number one receiver too but, oh. but no he
1: doesn't let's not let's not let's not disrespect Pittman like that but what he what he needs well, to do is just continue to learn the game we don't got to rush him along and that's what, what happened to Cam Newton they rushed him along because he played well initially and didn't really focus in on his development, and
0: allowed him to rely on his, his physicality. physical yes. yes, his physicality that, is
1: that's, physical attributes. That's why attributes. he ultimately
0: uh, got out of the league because uh, he he got blitted. He got hit too many times Correct. because he didn't do what, let's say, uh, a la Steve Young. You know, going back to the old days of the the the. Uh, mm-hmm. The mobile quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, he was
1: one of the very first mobile
0: quarterbacks. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but what one of the things that was a, a real testament to Steve was he understood that he needed to master throwing out of the pocket. And I think that Cam just got away with I have a great defense and I got a gangster in Steve Smith Jr. or senior, excuse mm-hmm. me. Uh, on my team, and I can just get away with not having to do that because I'm basically a linebacker playing quarterback. But Richardson, but Richardson
1: got a got an arm.
0: Yeah, he does. All
1: he needs to do is refine it, and so that's up to the team to ensure that he remain keeps his emphasis on refining. And I don't think Cam Newton specifically wanted to, um focus in on being a pocket quarterback. What we do see with Richardson, even going back to college, is he wanted to focus on being a great quarterback Mm -hmm. and then would fall back on his athleticism, would fall back on his physicality as he he needed to in a particular game. I agree. And
0: just to close the topic out, and, and it's interesting that we even bring up you know, old, old, what I guess are now called old guys in in Cam Newton is is I would just say that part of his career got like cut short because he cut his development short because Mm -hmm. because he won. Mm -hmm. So when you win doing it a certain style, Mm -hmm. then you're never forced like how Michael Vick going to Philly, he was essentially forced to actually become the 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 quarterback that we're refer- referring and to, and
1: they got in his big ass. Yeah, I don't give yeah. a fuck how big you is. Yeah, when you take them, and he lips, never and de- that Hurts, and yeah. he never developed. And he never developed to developed. stop getting cracked. Yeah, yeah. But 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 really, you know, we we've talked about these quarterbacks. You know, this rookie class of quarterbacks, and that's the big three, and there are two. Of the three that are really going to that next level. And literally the future looks great for them. I mean, I, I, I'm excited for Richardson. I'm excited for Shroud. I'm hoping uh, for our man from Alabama who's now with Carolina to sit over here in some kind of way that that team put a, a symbol of the team protection around, around him. Around him. Uh, not just protection, but All also weapons. Yeah, he but, needs but, some weapons. But, but, but really the question is, is, you know, from your perspective, from the draft, Who is your big winner and who is your big loser that wasn't a quarterback
0: okay so for me I would say the surprise thus far through week four of the the big winners uh would be Puka Nakua oh uh, very phenomenal yeah Mm-hmm. Who in yes. the hell was going to pick Puka? Nu- Matter of fact, I don't even know where he was drafted, but I know it was late. It was after the primetime hours. He was, he was not on television. When Is he was it drafted. fair to
1: say you got to have some big balls to pick somebody? Named
0: oh, Puka. oh my God. I mean, and you know what? And, and, and hats off to the Rams scouting team because mm-hmm. man, the, or, or, or Sean McVay, man, you you found a dude. That's a dude right there. And so his ability to, understand zone versus man and find the hole and not rely upon speed but use his physicality or just use leverage in a way to always uh, be available and be an easy target for the quarterback and catch the ball Mm -hmm. is something that is really impressive and I just have to say hats off to him so that, that to great, me great, is
1: great, phenomenal pick, phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal pick. pick. And I, and I just, uh, just to piggyback on that. I cannot wait till we have Puka and Cooper Cup, who are very similar uh, um, players um, that can that have the same great intangibles. Yeah. playing together yeah. because it's one thing to sit over and have one of those individuals, and you see what they can do when it's just one of them. Yeah. When you can have both, hey, the Rams could get scary. The Rams they could, could
0: get scary.
1: Because you know into what, that at least top ten in the uh, NFL. We all
0: saw the stupid numbers that Cooper Cup put up and but Cooper Cup is 6'3 and they play him in the slot. Mm-hmm. And so that means that he is just a nightmare mm-hmm. for every offense. And so right now Puka is playing that role. Mm-hmm. So imagine when they if they can alternate, mm-hmm. there's a lot of danger there. Mm-hmm. So but to stick on to the topic, right? Uh who I feel is like been the worst mm-hmm. is Tyree motherfucking Wilson. Of course, we, we, we always are. have to go back yes, to your Yes, we do. So, hey, 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 watch know, him out, watch him hear. out. But let me just, I'm going to get on my guy for a second, okay? <laughs> How about, I haven't heard your name called. You know, you I've heard all for negative, uh, for him not doing shit. I mean, listen, we got Crosby and a cloud of dust. Because your ass can't get to the quarterback, can't stop the run, can't penetrate, can't do nothing. We watched like that game together. Where are you? We Look. watched that game together. We watched where are you?
1: this the the, the Chargers Raiders game together. And guess what? His name wasn't called once. I Actually, know. I, I do believe he and did, did get his first sack, or maybe his first hurry, but. I don't even know if he got a sack. I
0: think he just got a hurry. I don't know. But, yeah, we, I don't we, even want to we, give him that. No. He wasn't an impact guy. Is it a deaf-blind mute monk would have known that we should have picked the boy from Georgia. So here's what twisted. But Is we it didn't. his
1: fault or is it the organization's
0: fault? Well, I, listen, at this juncture, I have to say it's him because regardless, what you need to do is as, as a player, you need to make your organization right. You need to say, okay – they put faith in me. They picked me. I had these measurables, yada yada yada, and I am, you know, six four this, and I'm super strong, and I can do all of this. Well, show me. So I was a hook. And be- he I was a hook. I was a hook, hook before you picked me. Now because the Raiders picked me, now I need
1: to not be a hook. Well, look, hey, that's on the Raiders. But it, let me let me give you my two. Let me give you my two okay and, and so you know, my about rookie, to get emotional I know I know I <laughs> say I understand, I understand my, um what I would do want to show you is uh the very one player that's really standing out that's actually breaking records I always look for that players like a shroud that are breaking records that means something that 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 that, that travels that sits with them that stays with them throughout their career mm-hmm. the tight end for the Detroit Lions, LaPorta, Ooh, who sat like over here one. and ran um, or has accumulated more yards than any rookie tight end in, in the history of the NFL. Either more yards or has more catches than any rookie tight end in, in the NFL. He is playing absolutely phenomenal. So I, I want to give him a shout-out. Didn't shout he have, out. like, a
0: big – he had a big game, too. He had I, a big game. I don't know if it was this week it or the week. week it, was it was the week the before. before. He had a phenomenal yeah. game.
1: And, and, and so I, I love what the GM for Detroit is doing when everybody thought he was a Jack and, you know, he came from the Rams. Um, he's learned a lot under the Rams um, current GM and went to the Lions and he became the new GM there and he's completely turned that team around. And he's, and, and a part of it is by smart picks that he's doing like Laporta. Mm. Um, now a rookie that is not playing at a high level, that we all felt and thought that he would was JSM uh mm. Jim uh Jigba
0: Oh for the Seattle, Seattle. yeah, but, Man he's a no show
1: It's not quite that he's a no show what it is is that that team's offensive line has been hurt so they're having to go jumbos and having to have two tight
0: ends to help block, which doesn't allow him to come on in, into the game. So there's not enough three wide receiver sets. Correct. And you know what I would say that they put Lockett in the. I mean, they play Lockett everywhere, Correct. but they but they put Lockett in the slot a lot. And the whole thing that everybody was hearing was. Oh, okay, Ajigba in practice, you know, mm-hmm. he's in the slot and he's but don't doing, forget it got everything hurt. He happened. broke his wrist.
1: He had that operation. Oh, he's my biggest disappointment because there were so many, so many of us felt that he yeah. was going to be able to make a tremendous uh, impact. A whole bunch on of prognosticators
0: team. said he was going to be super big,
1: and, and because he outplayed. Um, The very best. He outplayed Marvin... uh, Harrison. Marvin Marvin Harrison Harrison, Harrison, Jr. Jr. He outplayed him. He outplayed um, Olave. And he outplayed... um, um, What's the cat from the Jets? Um,
0: Not Wilson? Yes.
1: He outplayed him on that team before he got hurt. So there
0: was tremendous... it was just high. It oh, was, it was uh, high on him. Everybody, I, was, high
1: everybody on him. was high on him because of his past production. So I don't put it all on him like he's just a flop. I do believe circumstances have stopped him from flourishing. Um, but that also means that you have the opportunity to buy low mm. on him. You have the opportunity. Why everybody's jumping off the bandwagon, guess what you get an opportunity to do is jump on the bandwagon because the man has too much talent mm. to not win. And for, as we're about to get into this fantasy segment, you're going to sit over here and be able to, get him when people are frustrated that he's all right not doing so let me anything, ask you a question as the Be- offensive line for seattle gets better and as they
0: start incorporating him more but please go ahead okay so before we get into the dfs because you know that's your wheelhouse you know you you the guru i uh i, I win a couple of pennies but you know you know you the guru so I, i'll give you that but what i will say is before we get into that looking at this week five that's coming up like What are the games that you think are, like, you know, going to be the sexy games? Because you know how, like, last week it was, you know, I was hitting them real hard on that uh, Miami-Buffalo game. Mm -hmm. Like, what's the game that everybody should be watching? There is one, but I'm going to see if you're going to
1: Well, when you really look at this – it's gonna be KC in Minnesota is like the the game because you have Justin Jefferson in there, you have Mahomes with Kelsey, so that's the that's the real big fun game. Is that gonna be that game right there? That's the that's the game that's projected for the most points scored. And so you're saying game. that from just like a
0: from a fantasy DFS perspective,
1: but I mean, anytime you are going to have Mahomes against the number one wide receiver, you know, on both sides. On both teams, you're gonna have a phenomenal offensive output. So so that is, in my opinion, the very uh most fun game that we're gonna have. What do you think?
0: Uh if I were to just go and take my hat, my fantasy hat and put it away for a second and just say, What is the game that's gonna be where, you know, nuts is on the line, okay. it's that San Francisco Cowboys game. Yeah, you ain't lying about that. So that's going to gonna me, tell us a whole lot about the NFC. It's going to tell me a whole lot about Dak Prescott. It's going to tell me a whole mm-hmm. lot. Of, I mean, yes. I, and, and to be, be honest with you, right. I expect more than expect. I, I I damn near want to guarantee, as Charles Barkley would say, I, I almost want to guarantee that the 49ers are going to boobop them. But... Dallas just has just enough talent to where they and and they have traditionally lost games like like this, and it's in San Francisco. But they
1: lose games like this in the playoffs, not traditionally well, in the in the in the in the in, okay. the, in the season. And so, what uh I, I get what you're saying about about Dak. What I'm interested to see is how does Purdy handle Micah Parsons? Because guess what, Purdy could get his shit shoved in
0: Mr. Irrelevant is uh, super relevant and I would say that he has again when we talk about complete teams he has arguably uh outside of the Eagles I think that they are probably the number 2 best offensive line in football. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Eagles, are, yeah, Eagles sure. are number 1 but but they are my by far number 2 and, and you, they and have and they Cowboys have are number they got Debo yeah, when, when healthy. When healthy. When, when healthy, when healthy I, right. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then they got Debo and they got McCaffrey. They got, you know. They got is I-U. And, I mean, and they you know, got Kittle. K- Kittle I mean, ain't doing shit here. Like, yeah, they
1: got Kittle. But, it but it it's does really McCaffrey, Ayuk, then Debo, then Kittle. But you have a whole complement of individuals yeah. that can
0: sit over and get in anybody's ass in any given yeah. in a week. And then, and that 49ers defense, is they are thumpers. So, well, yeah, they are thumpers, but sometimes they,
1: they come in they're a little bit soft Yeah, but
0: at home, I think they will be up for that game. So, to me, I would say for the watching public, I mean, it, it, that's not rocket science. What's that, that say we about we that? That goes
1: that into San Francisco and wins.
0: What's that say about oh, that? Oh, I would say that you're going to get the cowboy fandom and the skit schism- oh of the yes. world to just, you know, basically, you know, freaking orgasm on themselves like they're gonna be so freaking happy i would but like, so what i would love to
1: see it though i would love to see i would i would no i would love, no i don't want to see that i want
0: to see that step up here he, he can play well but i don't expect them to win and i would be very extremely disappointed in the 49ers like how are you guys you guys you guys step up to the game like the cowboys are trying to get where you're at and you would allow them to come into your house and, and win. Hell to the no. Like Well, that's hell why Dak to has to take no, no, this personal. No. That's why Dak has to take well, this personal.
1: We'll see. So with that being said, let's talk about real quick. Let's transition into our fantasy. Your year-long fantasies. You know. How'd your teams do?
0: Okay. So this is why did I had to you, get Did you win? Ad, I won a card, so but oh, I I, I oh, lost those other two cards tricked? Yes. Oh, mine um, mine did too. So don't act like uh, you're by yourself. Okay, so yeah, because you know that I had a lot of disappointments. Um What's the guy? Ford for uh, the Browns, Let Me Down. Uh, one of them, I went a little uh, Raider Ambitious. And, you know, I put a, uh, uh, you know... No, a, this is uh, on your seasonal. Uh, no No, no, no. I'm just saying dfs DFS. Wise. DFS. Okay, so DFS just fantasy. Just DFS-wise. Right. Um, you know, I put in O'Donnell. I, you know, I put in um, actually Hill. Hill disappointed the bed, me. Yeah. Um, you know, it just, it just was one of those weeks, but the one that I won on, I actually did something that, you know, you say is a no, no, but it was, it worked for me. I put in Stroud, Nico Collins, and then I put the Houston, uh, defense in, cause I knew that the, the Steelers were dog meat and I put Pierce in, um, I think, uh, 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 Jacob's Uh, Oh,
1: no, I'm not talking about that one. You showed me a card where you put A-Chain and Moster. Don't ever do that again.
0: A-Chain and Moster. I thought that was a one (laughs) that won. But uh, why would I think that? Because A-Chain had a great game. No, it won the previous week. And so then I rolled with it again thinking, but I I was getting a little ahead of myself because I had to realize they were playing the Bills and nobody was going to... You know what was disappointing about that game? I actually expected Moster to do better but most are wet to bed. He fumbled, oh, fumbled twice. multiple
1: times. Yeah, oh, lost some God, It was yeah.
0: disgusting. How, how is your regular fantasy though? Um, I wrecked shop. Really? I had I had um Lamar Jackson did well for me. Um, I had uh Kelsey, you know, I am a good I'm a good fantasy drafter. I going to say I'm gonna t- pat myself on the back. Um, you know, I had um Puka in there that I picked up mm-hmm. and Puka did well. So, I, I essentially, I won both in both leagues. Um, yeah, I, I whooped everybody's ass, and I and I told them about it. You know, I texted them mm-hmm. about a hundred times about how they're yeah, inferior sure and yeah. they will never be better than me ever in life. Yeah, yeah. it was wonderful, and I hate to hear it.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> so for me is I. I I've, I've been number one in, in one of my leagues. I've been number four in the other league. I lost one there, and so I was undefeated. And so I, w- I was kicking ass. It was like a 16% chance for this other team. And unfortunately, um I put in Danny Dimes. Yeah. And, you know, the Monday. projection showed he was going to be running. And so it ended up – I ended up losing – my undefeated team, and I'm losing that in the very last game on Monday Night Football. And then on the other team, I end up winning, which I should have lost
0: that one. Can we talk a winning. little bit about Monday Night Football too? Because you know Daniel Jones is a hook, is a complete hook. No, he's a hoe. Oh my god, oh, this is absolutely atrocious. First of all, and then you know everybody saw it, but you know that goal line play where he had to pick six, and you know what, and was a kid named Witherspoon. Witherspoon, a oh, Witherspoon, a star is born with that kid. Cause he he looks legit. What he, what, what he looks field. like
1: is like the old school uh Legion of Boom.
0: Yeah, he like, looks like reincarnated. He, yeah,
1: like he, 2.0, like we're about to bring this back. Yeah. I mean, that's how he that plays. Is all, legit. He's intuitive. Um, he's scrappy, he's And he's there to nobody, and he's a hitter. Yes. Yes.
0: Cause you know what, okay. Before I get on Daniel Jones and, and talk about the, the egregiousness of his play overall, I will just give a highlight to that kid because what I noticed about him that is somewhat old school it's like in that uh, Steve Atwater, mm-hmm. uh, Ronnie Locke kind of lane. Uh, the aggressiveness. Yeah. Rodney, what,
1: what it reminds me of it's CTEB Dan. when you play.
0: Huh? You were a similar
1: player in terms yeah. of your similar elk. You, yeah. you, 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 you went for the contest. Now
0: that, hey, concussions be damned. Con- you were going s- in. Yes. yes. Now, now listen, mm-hmm. uh, I went to Morehouse. So I don't think that I'm brain damaged, but you know, there could be something <laughs> that they find out later on in life. I don't <laughs> know. But what I will say is I come from a generation where we, we don't do this. Like, I've seen high school football being played. Uh, you know, um, my, 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 I got a kid who was a cheerleader and she's wonderful at it. And I see her football team play. And these little kids, they, they you know, they look physically imposing, but they be going in there and grabbing. And uh, I'm like, if you don't go in and smack somebody and hit them and grab, you're supposed to pick a quadrant on somebody's body. And, you, and the reason why you don't get injured is you. You attack them with force mm-hmm. and then you wrap up. So the force, it may sound painful, but it's not painful if you attack with speed and force and you wrap up. And I see a lot of these guys in the NFL are doing the same little sissy stuff that I see. That, that, because that, that, this younger generation is somebody. afraid
1: of pain. Man, and understanding pain is, is psychological, pain. But, 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 but pain is psychological. Yeah. And, and guess what? you can overcome any psychological effect. So if something hurts, it just hurts mentally. Yes. It doesn't mean it, it, and something's not broken. It just the, the pain of it. Yes, you're not injured. You can go past it and they are not willing
0: to go past it.
1: But hey, we're not here to bash the young yeah, generation. I,
0: and Lord knows I'm not trying to, uh, you know, have any people go to therapy or beat me up because I'm saying oh, this, the, the, I wanted to injure the kids. I'm just saying in order to play this gladiator sport, you're in the arena. You need to play it with a certain kind of aggression and Witherspoon has that aggression. He, he, he had six tackles. He had two sacks. He had the pick six mm-hmm. and it was all about him. I see it. I do it. I see it. I do it. Boom. And I'm and I'm all about it and I'm going in 100%. You can't go in 85%. You can't go in 75%. This is one of the reasons why I was disgusted with the Raiders is because I was so sick of seeing And yeah, I'm going to talk about my team a little bit. They are always like first guy to the ball misses or misses the tackle. What is up with the coaches or whoever? They just says, oh, it's okay for you to not grab and tackle somebody. I'm I'm tired of this. You guys are getting paid millions of dollars. Tackle the motherfucker. So real quick.
1: I don't want okay, to jump sorry, into I'm all done. those I'm shit. I'm done now. I'm Let done. me just talk about my DFS. Okay. And, and the reason why it's so important to talk about my DFS is, number one, I was in number one for half of the day. I should have binked the contest in my DFS. I had Justin Fields because I had the wherewithal to know that this man's a bad mama jamma, and he was playing against a shitty-ass team. Mm-hmm. So those of you that want to play a little DFS, bad mama jammas against a shitty team? Equal DFS goal. Mm. But unfortunately, some of my um, auxiliary players didn't play well. I ended up falling down in the very last, either last play or second to last play in the the Chargers Raiders game. Mm. Fell down from fifth to seventh. But so with that being said, um, it is what it is. Justin Fields sat over here and made it happen for me. People thought he didn't have it in him, but guess what? He does. He does. He has a shitty-ass hmm. coach that's not putting him in place. But here's what the thing is. This is what DFS Gold is. A, an athlete, somebody who has some skill, playing against a team that has a shitty defense. Yeah, That's it, it, not rocket science Yeah, here. I, I put him with uh his number one receiver on one card, and on the other card I put him with, it's tied in. Both of them hit. One got to seventh. One finish at ten, so I made a little bit of money this week, but I had the opportunity to make big money. Mm. Now
0: only you sit over here. One hundred twenty percent. This 120%. is the, the, the plight of the degenerate gambler, man. You know, it's like I'm we. A, up. I'm not degenerate. I'm I'm oh, uh, I'm
1: I'm am focused. This is like this is study. This ain't. I'm sitting over here like no. I know. Says no. I I'm know. sitting over here I know. Using you brain. You, yeah.
0: No. No. Man, you dig deep and stay long. Especially with this DFS. I know you do, but it's still at the end of the day is a gamble. So, but I I respect the game, yeah, yeah, because you win more than you lose, and you know what, and I do it too. I just – you know, sometimes I just go with emotions, but, like, like well,
1: playing, like playing both running backs for the Miami. we well, look at Look here,
0: look here, bro. Okay, well, they <laughs> said maybe I should say, email you my card. I tell would tell you, encourage you to do that. You used to do that back in the day, I know, because I think you got high salute. Uh, well, see, I don't want you over here telling me that I won because of you. <laughs> and, you know, uh, even, even though I were, had a promise you
1: is me. that I will never say that because I might see something that you use with
0: your big brain. Yeah, and set over say Turn you know what that move. makes a lot of sense. All right, did did we just have therapy already? Yeah. I mean, then, that well, might have been something. Uh, I might be like, oh, okay, right at, at the, the bar. <laughs>
1: okay. So with that, we got to get on out of here. Yeah, 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 hey, yeah. It was great having a drink hey, with you. man, here. This was good. Yeah, uh, without a, as always, you know. Bro, but guess let's get ready for next week. I'm super yeah. excited. There's some great games. As a matter of fact, let me give y'all some, some 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 fantasy tips. Those of you that are in season long fantasy. Make sure you go pick up Wondell Robinson. Uh, the team has transitioned, and is, he's back from injury, and they're starting to lean on him. H Chan, who's now goes by H Chan, so the H Chan H Chan has now um, pretty much superseded Moster. Moster still starts, but he gets more um, carries than Moster does. So go get H Chan, and uh, this week play. If you can, if you have the wherewithal to sit over here and play the Kansas City Chiefs and the Minnesota Vikings game, play that game because that game is going to be absolutely bonkers. Also, the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, is going to crush the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. He is. So also play him. I have some teams with that.
0: You know, I got a little DFS in me too. Oh, please. Okay, so what I would say is, out of this Thursday night game, if you, if you, those of you who play the Thursday night mm-hmm. game, the, the the sneaky guy to pick up on the Thursday night game is Samuels. Now, I know that he's he is uh, nothing sexy, nothing about sexy, nothing sexy, you know, he's like a gadget guy. But if you look at the lineup, if you look at the fact that uh, Howell is probably going to score a lot, and the fact that they, if you read the... Who are what, they playing? They're, they're playing, I think, was it Chicago? So, yeah. So, Samuels so is playing. Samuels,
1: Washington Commanders are playing the Bears. The, the, the Bears. Yes.
0: So, so the quarterback, which is How mm-hmm. and Samuels, to me, I think, are easy buttons because... O- over uh, McLaurin? Yes, because McLaurin, we know he will probably score, but he's going to be high in points. So, Samuels is going to be less than cost mm-hmm. because he's less than cost. There's a uh, an equal propensity for him to get into the end zone and he will do it either running or passing because they tried to use him as a gadget guy. Mm-hmm. So pay attention to that.
1: And so with that being said, guess what? We're going to come back here next week, same time. I appreciate you. All right, man. I can't wait to have some drinks with you again. Till next uh, the end
0: week. week. Till next week. All right. So tell them, tell them where we at. Hey,
1: please follow, please share. Please like, and most importantly, subscribe at YouTube, IG. Come back and come see us. I know y'all are having fun with us. I know you're getting all this game. I know you sit over and appreciate all the emphasis that we put on this unbelievable game that we all share and love, which is football. So with that being said,
0: cheers. Cheers. Bane.